0: G'day, everyone, and welcome to A Place to Call Home podcast. I'm your host, Sam Fryer, and on today's episode, we'll be chatting to Khan Horn. Khan is a NAB executive for regional, agri, NAB business, and private banking. And this is a really interesting story and a deep dive into banking and how it can help you. And we all know how important that is on our journey towards land ownership. So please sit back and enjoy the episode. Khan, welcome to A Place to Call Home podcast. Before we get a bit into the chat, can you tell me a bit more about yourself? Uh, What do you do, where you live, and your current role?
1: Yeah, Um, yeah, it's Khan Hallamuth. I'm a 32-year seasoned banker with National Australia Bank. I work right throughout our country, Australia, and um, my current role is uh, heading up our national, regional and agribusiness uh, across all the states, and uh, it's great to be here.
0: Thank you very much, Khan, for jumping on board. Going back to the start, what were your young years like? Did you have a connection to the land?
1: Uh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, we, we're connected in the bit of country around around the Clarence Valley uh, beef production. Uh, my grandfather, mum's side, he was a cane, a cane and cattle um, yeah farmer. Uh, and uh, you know, your dad, well, I suppose, mum and dad for the last. Forty years they both gone now. Yeah, they just ran cattle and so and, yeah, that was just my strong connection. Uh, then went away to uni in ag economics at Sydney University, agricultural economics, and had a had a great four years there before joining the bank.
0: So growing up on that beef property really cemented, I suppose, the love for agriculture and that love for the land.
1: Oh, absolutely, no, um, you know you're. I think you either love you love ag or you don't, and you know I just found commercial cattle and, and that whole. Whole industry very rewarding and, and very um yeah very fulfilling yeah there's nothing like a bit of physical work and and um and i think when you be, we've been long-term angus breeders you know um you know you, you've got a, an object you know a target you've got an objective to really work towards a, the ultimate cow i suppose or the ultimate you know wind is coming off and then you can you know, it's also measure so measurable these days with you know um so, so many different facets uh, of, of a carcass has been measured that's that's the ultimate aim to produce you know quality quality meat quality food
0: it, you're true it's, it is right and I think even that even growing up on a property, I know I've got three kids and, and we live on a property out here in New Houston and Western Queensland and I think there's something so special about raising children on the land you know they can run around like it's not many other places they can go out jump on a pony, go for a ride, Go out down the flat with their dogs and and really be hands on side by side while you whether you're fixing fences, yeah. mustering. It's something really special about that with kids growing up and cements that love of agriculture, love of land early. um
1: oh, so, so you're so right, Sam. You're dead right there. And look, you know, my wife, my wife runs a farm. She she thinks I I bust things on the weekend so she can fix up the, on, on during the week. So the Armor bank means that, that yeah. Throughout the day, and you know, I'm just lucky enough to get get home with her on the weekend and do a bit. That's how it kind of rolls.
0: That's good. Good to hear. Um, Khan, moving into your career. Were you always interested in banking? What was your early career like?
1: Yeah, when well, I was looking at when I, um, yeah, when I left for uni in the '91, yeah, Australia was in pretty tough, you know, tough times. Yeah, uh, I had lots of graduate mates who couldn't, you know, they, no. They were pulling beers, they were serving beers in pubs. Like, there was hardly any jobs around uh, in those really early 90s, and you know, it was different economic times. Um, and so, look, you know, absolutely, uh, I knew Nav was a strong lender to the rural economy. Um, um, and that was probably where it came though, up at the quadrangle of the Careers Fair, and I did a bit of research. You now, of course, I put resumes out to other organisations, but you NAB know, came with the goods, and yeah, uh, I moved to Gondar in 92, and it all went from there. But I think probably. Um, be encouraged by the NAB to, to move around and move town and, and, and take on different experiences being the key there.
0: I think it's something with NAB. Like I know NAB for us is the only bank in Hyundai that still has, you can go in there, walk in, I can talk to my agribusiness manager straight up. I think that's something really special with that and still having that connection with small communities. Um, with your career, were you involved with agribusiness straight away or were you more on the uh, commercial side?
1: I always did both. Um, yeah, you know, when I joined Dunday, I as a graduate, yeah. You know, also went to Bollebries and Gulgebs and all the all the little like townships around it. Um and you always had, yeah, you know, some business in town, some agribusiness. And of course those economies have changed and there's more mining in those towns. Uh but you always had, you know, the town businesses and ag- and agriculture. So um services to our ags always been a big part of it. And uh it was never just ag, ag, ag. Yeah, you know, we had to learn how to how to lend personal loans for cars and then home loans before you got on the big commercial complex deals. But I think um, that's a good part about it. Um, moving around different towns, you know, Tamworth after that, Armadale, bit of Sydney, bit of Melbourne, to Melbourne, out to more Dubbo, you know, back to Tamworth, back to Sydney. So here, there, and everywhere really probably gives you lots of um, experiences. And when you go through different economic cycles, you know, uh, COVID was a really strange one but the global financial crisis was a strange one, the Asian financial crisis was a strange one. But, you know, we're just in a lucky country, Sam. Yeah, we're just in a lucky country. Lots of resources and great people, and we just produce things that the world wants, right? So uh, I won't say banking's easy, but uh, I think aid banking, you know, uh, is just fundamental to the Australian economy.
0: Certainly are. Um, Khan, could you just expand a bit on your current role and, and what you cover and what you do?
1: Yeah, look, I run bankers, you know, we we, we look after business and agricultural uh, deposits, financial services, you know, lending. You know, um, I don't look after small business. 100 million is looked after another division. Um, but, yeah, we really go through to, you know, the $100, $200 million transactions. And that, they vary around Australia. And uh, just we've got 50 regional managers and uh, you know, towns like Mildura. I'm in Warwick here today. Uh, you know, this afternoon, Dolby tomorrow. Uh, so the regional manager usually has anywhere between 12, 11, 12, 13, kind of fourteen managers they've got a portfolio of clients and uh, of course, behind each manager there's a a wonderful team of associates who uh, assist with the servicing of yeah you know, day transactions or also lending landing uh, opportunities uh, et cetera so it's it's a real team effort and then of course, we've got a team of specialists who also, Support the manager. You know, it could be equipment finance specialists. It could be someone who's dedicated to interest rates or foreign currency. Uh, you know, transactional banking is fundamental. Having the right, uh, you know, um, digital offering. We've as is NAB Connect, so people can basically facilitate payments. And of course, um, you know, there's also uh, trade finance where you know we've got people who are either exporting or uh, importing and having you know relative. Uh, Current currency or document letters of credit or, or trade finance packages is uh, is fundamental. So it's it's a, it's a broad broad spectrum of lending, and um, here my my job is to look after uh, each of the states. have got a head, and then each each of the states might have you know a couple or yeah twelve or ten uh, regional managers, and that's how it's all, all kind of formed up.
0: Yeah. Now, can. A Place to Call Home podcast, my goal of it was to create a resource for young people coming into agriculture and really focusing on that land ownership and getting that first start. So focusing a bit on that, I reckon there's so many young people coming into agriculture and they dream of one day owning that bit of land. And they might start off earlier on talking about buying that mob cattle or buying, like you said, buying that car or vehicle, which which is great to see. But I suppose when it comes to that first meeting and building that relationship with the bank, what are a few things to take note of when you're first going in and having that yarn?
1: Oh, it's about establishing a, a, a credit rating, um, you know, so, so you know, establishing that you're a good credit risk, so proving up to the lender uh, that you've got a savings plan and you've been, you know, committed to it. You've, um, you know, getting that, that credit rating is fundamental, but really just goes back to prove out you're a good person, you know, character is number one. Uh, the second piece is around, you know, the purpose and, the, and the, you know, what, what are you actually asking for? might be the first time loan, might be, you know, can't afford a three-bedroom, you know, here in work, you might have to go one-bedroom, unit. You know, or you might have to even do the first one just out of uni with your you know, your, your best mate or your brother or your sister, or, or, or you might go alone. And then, you know, start off small and, and proving up uh, a good track record uh, with, with that credit rating. and then. You know, getting equity equity in there, and that, it's hard, right, you know? It, it's hard, but the, the asset boom has been, you know, uh, phenomenal post-COVID. Uh, interest rates are up the higher now than they were through through the COVID period. So it's hard, but absolutely getting that, that, that rapport with a lender, establishing you're a good person, you've got a track record, but giving good financial data. Yeah. You know, if you've got a 10 grand overdraft, stay under, under 10. Don't exceed the limit. Yeah. Uh, you know, establish a good business plan. Get your tax returns done on time. Uh, don't you know, don't leave spreading fines and credit card payments overdue everywhere. Tell your payments overdue. Keep everything in order, and that's how you get a good credit rating. And then just um, just ask the local your local bank manager. Yeah. You know, explain explain to me how how do I lend? What do I lend for? How long for? And just get the basics right. Yeah.
0: This season of A Place to Call Home Podcast is sponsored by Roger Hill, who is a rural and regional poverty value based in North and North West Queensland. Roger is incredibly passionate about the Australian people, the bush and keeping the next generation coming through. So be sure to get in touch. You can contact him on 0418 46. Thanks Roger, you're a legend. expanding off that, what are some of the key differences when it comes to borrowing money for livestock versus land, say, versus, like, borrowing money for a house?
1: Yep. Oh, look, you know, uh, a house is um, consumer credit card. It's, yeah, um, quite fundamental about how much of your PAYE income you can put towards your your home lending, etc. it's quite regulated. Uh, Ag lending is also, you know, uh, regulated but it's, it's it's got some you know stock land stock finances uh, you can actually borrow against livestock uh without having landed security uh some large players have got landed security and surplus will, will fund their stock acquisitions through the group through security of the of the farm uh, but you know there is some lines um, which might be a percentage of the trade stock funded on, on stock finance uh it's a competitive market there's lots of different um you know, uh, mainstream lenders, but also uh, specialised lenders in that, in that in that line. And uh, but that's mainly our, our facility for that is just under a year. You got to turn the turn the stock over, so it doesn't suit breeders. Just suits you know someone who's coming and buying you know weiners or might be just buying trade stock uh, trade stock and trading in and trading out. And of course, because you don't have the um, uh, secured well, uh, or you know, land land water supporting mortgages, it's a high rate. And that's our job is to assess the risk and apply the most appropriate rate.
0: Yeah. Um, so far, many of our guests have spoken about how important it is to have a relationship with that bank and building yep. that relationship with the bank. From your view, how important is it and what is the best way to build that?
1: Oh, it's fundamental to have relationships with all your service providers. You know, have, have, a, have a really good accountant, have a really good solicitor, you know, have a good valuer, have a good bank manager, have a good agronomist, have a good stock agent. It's, it's, it's fundamental. And it's you know, something you've got to click with. Uh, the main thing is just to be honest, uh I don't have a promise and deliver, but more like, you know, have conservative cash flow budgets, have a lot of good information, have your assets and liabilities articulated. Uh, financials on time is fundamental. I spoke about that. And everything's like, you know, your statutory payments with the ATO, have them all, everything on time and, and nice and uh, well presented in an easy, uh, an easy manner. You don't have to present a thesis. If you're starting off, it's just about you know booking time, having an agenda. Um, if if you feel like you know it's, it's worthwhile for the bank manager to view the stock, view the property. That's that's a great way to show someone around. But it doesn't have to be all day. You know, starting off. But just build that rapport. But give good information to support the story. And and you know don't be shy in, in talking about your experiences, your qualifications. Uh, um, you know, your mentors, you know, how long your family's been involved and, you know, if there is any help, you know, sometimes help might be use of machinery for young farmers. It might, it might be genetics. It might be might be financial if you're lucky enough. It may, may not be so. I think just having that kind of um, open, honest you know, relationship and uh, not overcommitting. I think that's a, that's a big part. You know, uh, just having something which is you know, conservative and supported by good data is a good way to start a relationship. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I think definitely, I suppose it's breaking that paradigm. I remember younger, I was and going in for my first loan uh, yeah. for a Toyota uh, was, and I was so nervous going in. Um, mm-hmm. And I was lucky enough that Mum came in with me at the time, and she, she kind of she she's the brains of the family, so she helped me out there. But it definitely was one of those things where as soon as I did that, I was right, I was on my way. But it was just that initial, I suppose, breaking that paradigm that it's not a scary place um, when yeah. you're young. To go in there, have have that confidence, do the right thing, present present all, all the figures that they need to see, and just you know build that relationship. Um, you know, you see them in the community, go up and say hello, get to know them um, with your bank manager, and I think it's breaking that down so that one day when you do have a bit of trouble down the track, if you know, say it is drought coming mm. on board, you know, you can yep. have those conversations with the bank and be like, look, we've got a bit of tough times coming ahead. Please be aware of it. <laughs> like it might be a bit of a struggle thing. Enjoy. Through the dry, like, and it's being able to have that relationship that I've built over time to be able to have yep. those conversations. Mm.
1: And, and look, you know, I think there's two th- two aspects there. One is, you know, um uh yeah, the, the car is an actual beginning for a young person who's interested in ag. and, and you might be able to afford, yeah, you the know, Land Cruiser. You might have to start off with a small or second-hand vehicle. So I think having that support for mum in your instance, and, and the uh, and you know, starting off is, is a good way to learn. And next time you go in for Financing, you, know, you got a bit more confidence in how it rolls.
0: I must say, Carter, when I say land Cruise, it was a second-hand beat-up old one that you <laughs> actually had a batting. Was it? it wasn't one of these brand-new brand new ones. Um, Ken, um, I suppose you would have seen so many young people achieve their dream of owning their own property. Can you give us a few examples of, I suppose, how they've done that from what you've seen and maybe a bit of advice for those on that journey at the moment in the trenches?
1: Oh, yeah, I think... You know, if you if you're starting off, you know, just getting a good job and getting a sales, uh, a savings plan. Sorry, is, is fundamental. But yeah, there's young people. Everyone started off young, and you know, if you find a life partner who's got the same type of you know goals and objectives and work ethic, yeah, you know, it's easy. Uh, but yeah, you know, there's there's lots of examples where people just start off with you know ten cows, twenty cows, or they share farmed, or they've contracted, or they've worked on the weekends. You know, you not want to work yourself to death, but there's definitely Uh, Examples where people have started small, have adjusted. Uh, You know, there's there's so many different models in Australia. That's the wonderful part about it. And yeah, uh, some people have gone to yeah the 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 frontiers, and others people have just said, "Long, I start small around the around." Yeah, where I know uh, within yeah half a day's drive or a couple of hours drive. But there's so many different models. But I think you know uh, ownership could be the ultimate aim for many people. But adjustment, share farming, yeah, contracting. You know, um, at least with the option to buy later, is a is, is, it, is it one that works for everyone. So, it just depends on your on your position and where you are. But yeah, you know, nothing beats um, you know enthusiasm, energy, and, and and hard work. So I think you know, uh, started off, starting off small, uh, but getting those good special is also also fundamental. And sometimes it could be a mentor, it could be you know, it could be an uncle, it could be you know, mum, could be dad, it could be you know, it could be just someone who's played a big part of your life
0: it is is very true I think so far all the people I've talked to kind of have had such a different story to what they've done and how they've achieved their different goals um from investing right through into real estate to shares to people building their own businesses and leveraging off that to leasing adjusting to share farming I, I don't and that's probably the joy of why I wanted to do this podcast is I wanted to show people that there's no one way to do it there's so many different ways to do it it's just putting your mind. Um, you Absolutely. Know, head down, bum up and 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 hook in and have a crack and, and you know you can achieve that dream.
1: And you'll make mistakes, but you know, it doesn't matter if it's football or life, you know, we all make mistakes, just learn from them and you know, trying to make the same one again.
0: Yeah. Um, Khan, can you tell us a bit about the green loans and the green EF program? And how does that help someone looking to find that place to call home?
1: Yeah, look, you know, um evidently equipment finance is is fundamental and we've got a green equipment fi- um Alone, which has got pre-approved, you know, type of equipment which you can actually, actually lease, uh, or uh, EF, and, uh, you know, uh, it's not just basic 101 solar panels or batteries, it's, it's an array, and we're just seeing, um, you know, people's focus on leaving a small footprint, you know, absolutely minimising their carbon footprint, etc. Is It's been sustainable, it's what it's all about. So, you know, um, we're just supporting, you know, people might want to establish you know um you know solar it might be yeah uh, you know, trees it might be reducing emissions it might be you know, fertilizer it could be uh water conservation it could be anything so we're we're just seeing a lot of interest in this area and look you know i don't think what i again i've heard promise but i think you know what i've seen so far is uh definitely equipment which is more fuel efficient uh, definitely, uh, energy is the, is the been a lot of focus at the moment, where people are just saying like, I need to need to really address these energy prices, and what can I do? Uh, and of course, you know, staff shortages have been yeah you know, a challenge for Australian now, but uh, I think the um, uh, the, the green uh, EF is a, a wonderful facet, and uh, good to get to know. So it's on our website, and uh, so again, uh, just ask the question: Does this qualify for the for the green EF, EF program? Um, if not, yeah, you know, what does? So that's that's, that's what we basically been doing.
0: doing. Um, shifting gears, can't. There are so many different schools, workshops out there around these days. Have you done any that really stand out for you, or that can really help people along that journey?
1: Oh look, um, there is so many. Yeah, there is. There is just there is so many. You know, I'm probably not a little bit old school with some of the university programs I've done. Through yeah, Sydney. U N E Monash et etc. Uh, but there's so many. Uh, I think the ones which uh, suit your personality. You know, i the ones which involve travel. I've done ones which have just been, you know, remote dial in. I've done ones been face to face. Yeah, you know, of course, the undergraduate was face to face for years. But I think you just find the one which you know, uh, friends and families of of similar ilk have attended to. Uh, you know, we get graduates. We get dozens of graduates a year and. I'm never surprised about the quality of, of all institutions around Australia, so I'm not going to rate one over the other at, at all. I think you have got to, um jump in and see where yeah. There's a lot of lots of financial support, so there's lots of scholarships, there's lots of industry support. Um, you know, nothing for free, of course, but you know, and you know, good old hex. You've got to pay it back eventually, Sam. But look, you know, I, I just think you know, look at the industry leaders, look at your your, your mentors, and, and just you know, choose which choose which one suits you because I know i you know, only got three kids, but they all took different paths, but people learn different ways and people take on uh, learning in, in, in different timelines. You know, some like straight after uni, some defer and have a gap year or gap years, and you know, COVID, forced gap year, to, didn't it? So I think uh, we just got to be um, careful about, you know, saying this is a, the be and one all, uh, but you've got different different industries. And I think overseas travel is probably uh, underrated. I think that's just a, w- a wonderful way to... To learn, and it could be that view. It could be just study tours. But I think seeing where you're, you know, who's buying our product, what are they eating, what are they wearing—you know, observing and, and try and pick up a mega trend. So I think uh, that'd be that's where I'd leave that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I think travel wasn't. Is it Oscar Wilde that said like you know the best way to open your mind is to travel or something along those lines? I don't know I can. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw a quote at the end of it. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Uh, Card, you touched on mentors there, and, and I, I truly believe mentors play such a huge part in people's journeys. Have you had one for your journey so far?
1: Oh, I've definitely had, um, I've definitely had some, some strong people in my life who, who you know, probably, um, gave me advice, gave me, uh, probably kick up the butt every now again, or might have, um, you know, encouraged. Yeah, absolutely. There's probably a couple of, probably, you know, three I'd, I'd reflect upon. which very thankful and starting the contact, and sometimes just chew the, chew the fat. Um, and I think you know, um, absolutely. And, and look, you know, uh, there's formal mentoring, uh, there's formal uh, feedback, feedback, and get on that route. But definitely, you know, I've had some uh, been opportunity to work with people and uh, ones ones have stayed on to, I suppose friends after, and always been good to bounce a couple of ideas on on and off over the years. Yeah.
0: Um- Lastly, what is the one piece of advice you wish you had at the start of your journey, whether that is, I suppose, your banking journey or even, I suppose, your land ownership yep. journey like you talked about? Yeah.
1: Oh, I think, I think. look, you know, one bit of advice is just have a, have a crack, have a, have a good go. Uh, you know, nothing beats energy, enthusiasm and just, you know, getting out there. Uh, I think the second is, you know, take time to, you know, um, Take time to go slow to go faster. In other words, you know, reflect upon, plan things out a bit rather than go like a bull at a gate, Um, and that'll pay pay dividends. And uh, I just think, you know, um try different opportunities, move around, you know, don't, just don't get too focused in, in one little area. I think always looking over the fence and seeing what's happening, you know, interstate or nationally or internationally is is definitely um, uh, another thing. I think, you know, every time I've come back from a from a from a trip always to come back with a key takeaway. Okay. That's how they're doing it there. And that's a good learning. Yep.
0: Yep. Um, Calm, thank you very much for your time. Sorry. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Um, yeah, appreciate I it.
1: Great to be here and uh, great to say good day and we'll, we'll talk soon. Okay.
0: Cheers. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please share it with friends and family and maybe even throw us a rating it'll greatly help now i made a muddle of today's quote but the one i was meaning to say was from mark patterson and he says the best education you will ever get is traveling nothing teaches you more than exploring the world and accumulating experiences see ya